As Unilever digitizes its value chain and transforms its organization to put the customer first, it's finding that decision intelligence is playing a key role in helping it gain speed and agility. In this episode of Tech Transformation, I'm talking with Juan Carlos Parada, Global Head of Customer Operations at Unilever, and Fred Lelio, CEO of Era Technology, about their journey with decision intelligence and where they're taking it next. We're talking about how it's helping them grow sales, the way they're increasing user adoption, and their plans to scale it in a big way. Stay tuned for that and more on this episode of Tech Transformation. Welcome to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News. I'm Lisa Johnson, the Editor-in-Chief of CGT. And we've been digging into decision intelligence and the impact it can have on the consumer goods industry. And so in this episode, which is part two of our special series sponsored by Era Technology, I'm excited to be talking with Juan Carlos Parada, Global Head of Customer Operations at Unilever, and Fred Lelujo, CEO of Era Technology, about why Unilever is investing in decision intelligence and how it's paying off. So gentlemen, welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful to have you both here. Uh, Fred, I'm going to start with you. So we talked last month about decision intelligence, and it was really kind of a primer on the technology and how it can play a critical role for CPGs. So just to set the stage for this episode, can you just remind quickly our audience about what what is decision intelligence and and what are some of the challenges that it can solve? Sure, sure. So um, the definition, right? There are multiple definitions the way we like to define it. It's the uh, digitization the automation and the augmentation of decision-making, right? You think about the decisions that organizations have to make on an ongoing basis to optimize their supply chain, as an example. Uh, all these decisions can be actually digitized uh, in, in a technology that allows the scale and the intelligence that is required for uh, organizations to, to perform in a, in, a, in a digital age. So why is this technology so relevant today? Uh, it's because, the, again, as I just mentioned, in a, in a digital world, uh, there is a massive increase, uh, an explosion in the volume of decisions that have to be made, not just the volume, but also the complexity. So to cope with that complexity and, and that massive amount of decisions that have to be made, you know, CPG companies are, are deploying uh, this new technology called decision intelligence. Perfect. That was a perfect summation. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, decision making is becoming even more complex. Um, consumer behavior is becoming even more complex. And certainly supply chains are becoming even more complex. And Juan Carlos, uh, Unilever has an incredibly innovative and complex global supply chain. So talk to us a little bit about your role um, and your team and why you started working with ERA. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, my role is the global head of customer operations. This is a newly created role under our simplified uh, organizational model, which is the response that we're giving to the challenging environment that we are all facing. The Compass organization eliminates the organizational matrix at Unilever and creates the business operations function, which has the responsibility to accelerate the digitization of our value chain at a scale with end-to-end -end visibility. Customer operations specifically is an industry-first model that puts the customer experience first and simplifies the decision-making process across the end-to-end -end value chain to gain speed and agility. Customer operations is a tech-driven and people-first organization, 
and decision intelligence is at the center of our priorities. We are seeing a world affected by multipolar turbulence, planet in distress, rapid evolution of technology, and an increase in customer and consumer demands, and not to mention the multiple disruptions that we're seeing in the supply chain. The amount of daily operational decisions has increased dramatically above human capacity. There are many decisions that we are not making, and now this is becoming clear to us as we have been making our inroads in decision intelligence. We definitively see decision intelligence as the key to deal with this market reality and unlock more value. You were, um, so you, you and your team were early adopters of decision intelligence, and you've actually partnered with ARA a few years before it was even recognized as a trend in the market. So how have you been working to drive user adoption with your, across the company, and, and how are you measuring value? Okay. No, this has been a journey, um, uh, Lisa. Uh, we've been learning by doing, to be honest. We started this journey with ARA in 2019. Initially, we selected six skills that were focused on supply chain planning in Europe. In the early days, uh, our users uh, didn't trust the recommendations. They were just skeptical and learning in, in the early steps. And this was leading to acceptance levels uh, below 10%. Today, wow. fast forward to today, we are seeing 12 skills fully validated and being rolled out globally with levels of acceptance uh, starting to exceed the 65%. There are a few learnings and reflections uh, from this experience that I can share with you. First, Please. I see that decision intelligence as a people-first process. This is a key insight that we're getting. It is a major change in the way people work. We need to give uh, users a clear uh, view of the big picture of the, what they are doing. Uh, ensure that they understand the total process that they are managing and the system capabilities as they will be sharing their knowledge and, uh, 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 and that knowledge being translated to the machines. In my words, they are translating their art and knowledge into digital decision making and their jobs will evolve to guide the machines. That's why we need to keep the users at the center of all this evolution. This takes also experimentation and practice. So leaders must create a psychologically safe environment for users, users to experiment, fail, try again, and succeed. They cannot be afraid of uh, experimenting and failing. It must be also connected to the reward system so they can see the benefit in their own development. Uh, in terms of measuring progress to your question and value, we connect all these efforts to very hard business deliverables like service or cash, stock, unproductive stock, cost, productivity, etc. And we see what we're finding is that we see a major uh, correlation between the rates of acceptance of our users with the improvement in results that we see in many geographies. For just, to, just to mention a couple, I think uh, with the implementation, let's say, of the finished goods norm, we're seeing in, in our operations in, in, in Europe, for instance, 20 million reduction in unproductive stock or 50% reduction of the slow moving stock. Or in North America, we're seeing 60 million increase in sales in one specific uh, category just because of making transshipment skill much more effective. 
Similar efforts are all over the world. And also we are seeing that these business benefits are coming also with reductions in effort that typically range from 20 up to 40%. So it sounds like it's really a mix of art and science. Um, it's about creating a, a culture of trust. Um, and it, and exciting, it's exciting to hear all the efficiencies that, it, that it's uh, creating across your business. Um, so, Fred, one thing that stuck out to me, but what Juan Carlos said was that he partnered with you first in 2019, which, of course, is is certainly before uh, something little known as the pandemic. So, you know, what as you've been working with with Unilever, what's really surprised you or impressed you about their adoption and, and the scaling of decision intelligence? Uh, I'll echo just what uh, Juan Carlos just said. Right. There's a culture of uh, that enables uh, this kind of experimentation. And it's rare. A lot of companies are just afraid of failing, right? And in, in the case of Unilever, this was one of the very few companies that I reached out to when we launched a company and saying, look, we're not ready. The technology is not ready. There are plenty of things that we have not done yet simply because they have never been done. The digitization of supply chain decisions, whether it's for inventory optimization, forecasting, every area, that has not been done. So we have to learn together. And I remember my first my first trip to to the UK to say, look, are you serious about this? Because we're gonna we're gonna break things. We're gonna, we're gonna then they said yes. So I think the early realization of the value of decision intelligence, before it was even called decision intelligence, um, was was paramount, right? There was a conviction from the leadership that this was the way to go, that the volume of decisions was going to increase, that the complexity was such. Uh, Juan Carlos just talked about the multiple dimensions that are used to assess the performance of a specific skill, which is a functional area in, in decision intelligence. Think about it, right? When you're accelerating your business cycles, working at a lower level of detail, connecting parts of the organizations that have not been connected before, so that was there was a conviction that this was the way to go. Uh, so combination of early realization of the value of decision intelligence combined with that culture, willingness to try, to fail, to experiment, uh, not just in words, not just in slides, but but in reality, uh, was was very important. The second, I think, was. Um, the appetite for scale and impact. Uh, Juan Carlos just talked about this new organization that, uh, you know, uh, Compass, right, that, that connects uh, the different uh, um, uh, functions of IT and business operations, customer operations. Um, that to me was driven by, I think, uh, Juan Carlos, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said it's not about thinking digital, it's not about acting digital, it's about being digital. And, and, and organizing, changing your organization model in order to really allow digital to be part of your decision making and execution is really important. So experimentation first, but once you lock on a certain number of use cases that are relevant, the scale goes all the way to the way you organize, the way you mentioned you're rewarding people. Um, and the third element for me, and we're experiencing that with Unilever every day uh, in some other topics currently, which is continuously pushing the boundaries. So experimentation, validation, realizing the value, experimentation, scaling, but in parallel, let's deploy it into, into new areas. And Juan Carlos, we did a conference together last week. You were explaining uh, uh, some... Uh, some very aggressive and innovative concept that, that you know, we're uh, proud to support you with, but continuously pushing, right? You're not stopping at scaling, you're continuously pushing. So, uh, and I would say on the, more on the soft side, 
for for me as a CEO of a, of, of a startup and and, and scale up uh, a software company, there is a real appetite for uh, from Unilever to partner with the vendor, and it's not always the case. Though they have, you know, the partner uh, means that we're gonna we're gonna take risks together, uh, and it's been a, it's been a, a fun journey and, and a very pleasant journey for us. So continuing to break things, but maybe doing it in a more measured yeah. and, and focused way as, as you go through. Uh, well, those are some great best practices for other CPGs. Uh, we're going to start wrapping up. So, but I want to finish this off by learning what's next. Well, you know, what's next for Unilever? What's next for Era? You know, Juan Carlos, what does the decision intelligence roadmap look like for for Unilever? Yeah, sure. I think uh, I see three major efforts that we are pushing for now. Uh, first is the global expansion uh, of these twelve skills that we have validated. The idea is to have these skills that are proven. Users are accepting it. And basically, the idea is to leverage the benefits of those skills across the globe quickly. So that's the, that's the first one. The second one is take it to, to the next level. What is the next level of skills that we will be selecting to develop and validate in our value chain, optimizing both the individual and specific uh, slots on buckets of our supply chain, but also to start um, uh, uh, expanding uh, this benefit across, extracting value across uh, these buckets of the value the value chain. And the third point is the global expansion of our customer connectivity efforts. This is a breakthrough effort that we're doing in a strong partnership. I think Fred mentioned about partnerships. Uh, this kind of breakthrough that we're thinking that we are connecting our supply chain with uh, some of our key customers, as if we were one single supply chain powered by artificial intelligence, is taking the concept of partnerships to the next level, both with our customers and, our, and with key partners, in this case, like ERA, to develop these kind of solutions at a global scale. That's the third uh, priority to accelerate this model globally in the following year or two. Our end game, Lisa, is to, is to create a supply chain that is fully integrated end-to-end, as again, as one supply chain with customers, but also all the way to us, to our suppliers in an autonomous way. Perfect. Okay. So, Fred, can you uh, close us out with just some thoughts on what's next for ERA? Um, super quick. Uh, no worrying out of time. So, more technology, time to value, value over time, measurable, but also something that I'm excited about, which is, you know, there is a growing community of practitioners uh, in, in CPG and in other industries. So I think next for us is while we continue to enable that, uh, that, that, that set of best practices to be rolled out via technology, it's also to bring people together uh, through a community. So kind of working on our community, bringing, uh, bringing our customers and practitioners together to share best practices because we're still exploring. We're still doing things that have not been done before. Uh, and I think there is a big appetite today in the market to bring uh, to bring that knowledge together because the impact of this technology on sustainability, on the future of work is absolutely real. And I think there is a big appetite for uh, for knowledge sharing, for, for best practices sharing. So that's next for us. Oh, awesome. That sounds super exciting. I, I can tell you, we've definitely seen an increase in conversation from our end, from the CGT audience around decision intelligence. So Fred, Juan Carlos, thank you so much for joining Tech Transformation. It has been great having you here. Thanks for having us, Lisa. Thanks, Juan Carlos. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Fred. Thanks for listening to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News. Be sure to subscribe to learn more innovative strategies and trends in the retail and consumer goods industries. 
And don't forget to visit RISnews.com and ConsumerGoods.com to sign up for our newsletters.